You're listening to Boggy Talk, Faith Conversations in the Mud, a resource of Church on Bayshore. Boggy Talk is recorded on Boggy Bayou in Niceville, Florida, and is hosted by Justin Wyatt and James Ross, pastors at Church on Bayshore. We typically want every matter of faith and life to have crystal clear answers, but it isn't always that easy. This podcast digs in to help Christians think with a kingdom mentality about topics that sometimes get muddy and bog us down. So let's dive in. Well, hey, and welcome to Boggy Talk. Thank you for joining us for week two of Dealing with Difficult People. I'm Justin, and I am joined by my still faithful co-host, James Ross, lead pastor here at Church on Bay Shore. How's it going, man? Man, it is going well. It's like mid-April already. It's crazy. Yes, this is, I think, my well, maybe late March, early April. It's just my favorite time of year. I love spring. I'm an October guy. That's yeah. my month. I mean, fall's pretty awesome here, too. I yeah, think, yeah. You know, once the spring break crowd is gone, <laughs> yeah. it's crazy. Anymore. Yeah, I know. But this year is really crazy. I think We're open! Yeah, Florida's <laughs> open, so everybody's coming. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but I think, you know, just after everything's so, like, blah in winter, and I, I, I think it's probably because I'm getting older. And I like this year, I just really appreciated like all the flowers and like azalea. I was like, God's just, he just creates such beauty. <laughs> oh, that's, you know. Just, you know that that, that wasn't me. You know that was not me. Like, cut it down. <laughs> I'm like, catch you. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just like, man, it's spring. It's just new life. It's a reminder of resurrection. Uh, Jesus is good. Yeah. So this week, uh, we are continuing talking about dealing with difficult people. Last week, we talked about personalities, and this week really just takes a little deeper dive about how we deal with conflict, specifically uh, conflict that arise from misunderstandings and differences of opinion. So uh, one of the things we shared last week uh, about conflict is this, is that Often our conflict is not about the actual difference of opinion. It's about how we are disagreeing. It's not necessarily yeah. what we're disagreeing on, but how we're disagreeing. So what do you think about that? I think you're right, Justin. <laughs> hey, thanks, man. I'm glad we don't have yes. conflict over that. I'm trying not to be a difficult person today. Yes, thank you. So you're just going like, <laughs> to Yes, agree with everything you say, which ultimately will become very difficult for you. So, <laughs> That's right. yes. No, I think part of this, the tension here is because we are losing this ability as a culture to disagree well. I know, uh, man. It's not modeled uh, well. It's in, not. Many ways. It's so we are going to fight today right. to show everybody how to do it. I didn't say physically. What the heck? I know, man. Goodness, where's that? Where's that coming from, Justin Wyatt? Just kidding. Anyone who knew me in middle school knows that is not the case. But we're losing this culture because, I mean, we just—it's not modeled politically. It's not modeled on in the news. It's not modeled on social media. Uh, because it, ultimately, I think it's because it's not what sells. It's Gosh, what sells. yeah, I've been so embarrassed by the political, the presidential debates over the last it's, election cycle just, and the one before yeah, that. It's I mean, sad. It's a sad commentary on our culture, and even a lot of pastors too, like who have a bigger platform than me. I don't mean like a bigger like platform they stand <laughs> on, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, thank you, appreciate that. But like more influence. I'm like, dude, like, come on, man or woman. Yeah, I think, and it's a lot of it. I think. You know, and I could be wrong because I don't know everyone's heart, of course, but a lot of it's because that's what they want 
to communicate, so it grows their platform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're getting affirmation mm-hmm. people who want to hear that, who want to feel justified, uh, and that is a source of conflict for me. Because yeah. Be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> and, and some of it is just a misunderstanding because in 140 characters, you know, it's, it's hard to fully understand where somebody's coming from. But I think, you know, let's separate ourselves from that because in reality, that has very little implication on our life. But let's talk about, you know, just as we're going about our married life, our relationship with our children, the workplace, church, ball field, wherever it is, like just misunderstandings in general. You know, I think, I think, I think we need to start there and then we'll get to when, oh no, we understand each other and we disagree. Yeah, yeah exactly. So you're right. Beginning with what are we just, what's a miscommunication? Yeah. And I think, you know, steps to that is obviously like ask for clarity. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, last night our, uh, we have a, we have rehearsal and someone afterwards asked a question and they said, I'm sorry for asking another question. And I said, no, don't be sorry for asking me a question because you are getting I want you to be clear. You shouldn't have to guess what I'm trying. If I didn't communicate it right there, even if I did and you didn't understand, it's okay. Like, so seek clarity. Yes. If you are having, if there's a misunderstanding and a lot of times it's a miscommunication. I thought you were going to do this. This is in work and this is at home, marriage, kids. I thought you were doing this. I assumed you were doing this. Well, that's the problem as we assume. Well, I think I think it's harder. It's so funny. We're in the information communication age, right? I think it's harder to communicate than it's ever been. I mean, granted, I have no experience in the series (laughs) of of life before that, but truly because we are bombarded with so much information. So if somebody is going about their day, they're texting, they're emailing, they're looking at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, they're interacting with people, they're reading articles, like you just forget what is up here in your head and what you've actually said. And also on top of that, we have all kinds of different learners. You know, we talked about personality types. So I'm an auditory learner, which is like 5% of the world. So it frustrates some people in my life because they'll have emailed it. They'll have written it. They'll have, you know, whatever. And I'm like, no, just clearly tell me again. And they're like, seriously? And I'm like, no, I, I literally need you to say that. Like, again, very directly and bluntly, right. you know. And I'm a visual person. So, so you make me draw pictures. The flowers speak I, to you yeah, in April. <laughs> <that's> so <lame. laughs> but I think for me, I'm like, I have to write it down. And it's not, and it's not because right. I don't remember. It's because like, I need, I need to see it. And it's the same way. Like if I'm preparing something, I'm uh, speaking on, if I'm, preaching or teaching, I usually, I prefer my handwritten notes, even though no one else in the world can read them, including (laughs) Christy. She's like, what does that even say? And yourself sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm visual. And so my notes are like, here's this, and there's a line here. And there's, yeah, I can, if I'm, I can look at that, I can literally glance at it and know what I'm supposed to say, but it clicks visually. And I think recognizing different ways that we receive other people receive and Regardless of the relationship, whether it's a a, a family relationship, a work relationship, a fr- friend relationship, understanding people communicate differently. Yeah, and we need to understand that and accommodate. And and I think Bob said this last week. Like even when somebody says something, like and you're almost for sure, like you just restate just to make sure, like. So I, if I'm hearing you correctly, you're going to meet, this is to Christy, you know, my wife, you're going to meet me at 430 with the kids. You're going to hand me the kids. Like, let me just go through this again, even though it's in our calendar, even though we talked about it last night, like there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Well, it's like, <laughs> and you say this a lot and I've, I, I've noticed myself saying it. I know that you say it a lot because I heard your son <laughs> the other day and it's, 
for clarity. <laughs> yeah, I know. For clarity, and that is a very helpful phrase. Like, yeah. Even if you are sure that everyone, like in the meeting, in the conversation, okay, and I, I have to do this at home, and Christy has to do this with me because we'll talk about a plan, and a lot of times if we're talking about our schedule. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that's, Woo! you know, a big one for families is schedule, and we're trying to get six kids everywhere they've got to go and be and do and appointments and stuff. And we'll talk through like six or seven different scenarios, and then it'll be settled. And I'm like, Oh, but what we could do is this. And so the end is like, one of us has to be okay. And so you start you, drawing, right? Cause you're visual. <laughs> what we could do. If you do this, it'll be much more effective. <laughs> um, so one of us usually has to say, so to be clear, yeah. one of us is, this yeah, yeah. is what's happening because yeah. we will. And then one of us, usually the one, usually her will justify, but justifiably justify. Oh man. <laughs> I can't speak. Just That's because you think your wife is so fly. You so said fly. just to fly. She'll be upset. And she has every right to be because I wasn't clear or I didn't fall through. And so yeah. it's for clarity. So I think ba that, that's basic communication, but also we need to be reminded of that because we're really all not great at communication. Yeah. So, I mean, this sounds so simple, but like just stop being arrogant <laughs> And seek clarity, you know, and and restate things and make sure you understand where somebody's coming from, because, you know, you really can't get to if there are difference of opinions that need to be dealt with if you're constantly not getting clarity on where you're actually at. So, you know, when it comes to misunderstandings, I just think that is, you know, a big deal. And again, assuming the best in people like Bob talked about last week um, is just a great idea. Yeah, I think. Two, we talked about this last week, being aware of being self-aware yeah, of how yeah. we perceive things. And I think my personality sometimes is like I can walk away from a situation where or a conversation and it didn't go the way I wanted to. And I can or somebody says things and I'll I'll kind of stew on that or they'll say one thing and I'll be like repeat that in my mind and kind of work myself up or kind of get angry or bitter. Uh, and that's because um, I, I'm sinful and mm -hmm. I, I'm not really giving that other person the opportunity to explain mm -hmm. what they meant. And mm -hmm. uh, Brene Brown, Dr. Brene Brown, she's a, I think, sociologist, psychologist. I'm not sure. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. I mean that I just literally right now can't remember. But mm. I heard her speak one time. And she's she make-believe. Yeah. <laughs> There's this person. Uh, <laughs> but she shared, I think this is really great, that we all have this terrible first draft. That's not exactly how she words it, but I won't say how she words it. She says, we all have this terrible. Because she's made up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This terrible first draft that is how we receive all information and it's because of our experience yeah. our own mm -hmm. issues our own struggles and so when someone communicates something to us it goes through that terrible first draft and what we need to so they may say hey um for example um hey can you change this the project you work for hey i think you should change that well that is a perfectly valid that's someone can share that with me and that's valid but i can walk away from that thinking they think i'm terrible at my job they think i'm not good at this, you know, and that's my own issue. That's my own first draft. So I've got to be at a place where I'm self-aware enough to be like, okay, why you're just, that's dumb. Get over it. Mm -hmm. And if I can't get over it, then I owe it to that person to go back to them and say, Hey, you told me to, to change this. Can I, what I heard was like, you just, you did you think this is bad. And then that gives them a chance to say, oh, that's not what I was saying. I just think this, this is great. It's just this one thing. Everything else is awesome. So when you give me feedback on my, why are you laughing already? <laughs> Where you're going with this? I'm like, oh, 
Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so whenever you give me feedback on my sermon, I shouldn't say, I'm trying to do my best, mom. <laughs> That's, right. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, I should wait. Well, that would be good enough for you. <laughs> <laughs> that, there's more truth than what I'm saying right there. Truth, then, yeah. We all, and I think, you know, like, I think this is stuff we don't like. You know, some people love to get overly fixated on right, this. Right, yeah, yeah. Unhealthy fixation on this, but there needs to be. And I think in church especially, Amen. there needs to be a lot more awareness and conversation about how we are shaped and formed emotionally yeah. and psychology and how, you know, you know, the, the dynamics of the soul, you know, right. like that we are, it is our spool, our, our spool, our spirit, our, our, our mind, our, it is all intertwined. This is what encompasses the soul. And they are, it's all related. Yeah. And I think we, we over spiritualize right. some things um and it's all spiritual but we tend to just say well just you know and we diminish the the emotional mm-hmm. and the physical and the mental and those things are all related yeah i think i think you're right that health it's healthy to deal with this i for me i know you know i mean basically you know my biological father pretty much abandoned me at eight and um and really the relationship had been fractured before that and I really didn't like a deal or talk about how that affected how I perceived things for so long because I, it's not an excuse for anything for me. Like I don't like it can't cripple me. Right. And 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 in love, like I think a lot of people allow their situations right. like that to cripple them. But then I have like grown so much in the past several years in realizing, but it does affect how I perceive things and how I function in this world. And so like, yes, it's not an excuse and yes, it can't drive me, but also just realizing like, okay, that's why, you know, I feel this way when somebody says this or whatever it may be. I I think, I think, you know, back to your first draft, I think that's so important that most of us, you know, not everyone, but most of us, the first the first thing we form an opinion we form and feelings we have and reaction we have is not the one we want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our, uh, for uh, pastor said this, he said, my first reaction is usually not my best reaction. Yeah, that's good. And I think we all should recognize that yeah. about ourselves that like we have this gut reaction and then we need to let it sit for a second and then respond. If only somebody had told us 2,000 years ago to be slow to speak <laughs> and swift to listen no, and man. slow to anger. You have written a book. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and made yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Just kidding. That's, uh, anyway, moving James, on to comment. Uh, let's talk about, also, I think that if you can't get past it, let's say you have that conversation. You yeah. What do you do? I think one, one great thing is get counsel. Like, and mm-hmm. I think that whether that's a friend, whether that's someone, whether that's a mediator, whether that's a counselor, I think that's something we, that's a step we often neglect. Now, I will say this in getting counsel, uh, friends can be great counselors. Uh, they can also be very biased counselors. You know, like as you're communicating a situation, we're going to communicate it from our perspective. And yeah. so you need someone who's discerning, who can cut through like, hey, I hear, I hear you saying this, but I really think you're not considering this other viewpoint. Mm-hmm. So be wise in who you seek. <clears throat> that is a very valid thing. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I think we're kind of getting into now where either there's constant misunderstandings or there's legitimate difference of opinion. And I think what you have to recognize is that this is not a science. This is an art. And what I love about being a part of a church is you get to hear a church where there's actual conversation about this kind of stuff is you get to hear how couples who are, you know, married for longer than you deal with this or parents and kids deal with this or, or other members of society, you know, like deal with this. And I think you, you start to learn best practices and how to get past those frequent misunderstandings and how to deal with differences of opinions, because there are times so we had we had just last week or a couple of weeks ago in our in our um, staff meeting um, we're discussing an issue in our church that we're trying to figure out like what are we going to do moving forward? forward yeah yeah it's it's not a yeah it's, it's something we have to deal with because of growth and new people and yeah yeah and there are legitimate differences of opinion yeah from great people so yeah. I, I assume the best in all these people. But like, I think realizing we're going to have to give this some time. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody needs the opportunity to be heard. Um, and at the end of the day, like somebody kind of is the decision maker, you know, and I think kind of that needs to be, that's why pre- marriage, premarital counseling is important. Like we, you need to talk to somebody about what if we get to this impasse, you know, yeah. and um I mean, because that's going to happen. Right. Uh, in, in any kind of environment, any relationship, yeah, any yeah. work, you know, and there's going to be this part where you're like, what do we do when we just can't agree? And, you know, that's that could be <laughs> several more episodes. Yeah. We talk, but ultimately it comes down to, well, at the end of the day, we have to, in a, in a work environment or in a marriage, uh, you know, you're on the same team. So a decision has to be made. Who's responsible? And then we're going to walk away from this. Still, maybe not agreeing that it was the best decision, but we're going to agree that we're a team. You know? Yeah. So I think that that's a different uh, dynamic you have from a work environment, a church staff environment, a family environment than you do like you know just somebody else. Yeah. You know where you know you can. But the weight, the weight of a difference of opinion of somebody you don't have to interact with really doesn't, I mean, yeah. who cares? Yeah. Get, just stop scrolling Facebook yeah. and it doesn't even matter. You know, like, that hide button is right, right. You know, like at work, even like there are things where, you know, it does matter and it doesn't matter. And I do think that's a part of this, like certain personality types have to realize, like, I mean, not all. And I'm like, I, so, so let's get conflict. Okay, so so when it comes to conflict, there are different personality types. I first heard Dar- uh, Dr. Gary Chapman uh, talk about this, who is a psychiatrist. See, I know where my doctors what they. But I don't think he originally said this. But he talked about the conflict types, and he said uh, that there some people want to win, right? Like that's just they want to win. That's me. <laughs> there are, I mean, I want to win. Uh, and it's not, I don't want to, uh, like, actually, I don't want to be the person that wants to win, just so you know. Right, like, but you recognize that's your natural tendency. I probably would have been a decent attorney. Like, and, and my son, Cameron, you know, he also, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, then there's compromise, which is the person who really just wants everyone to be happy. Um, I feel like that's probably you. Like, you're like, how can everybody be happy? Let's think of the best possible scenario. Like, everybody gets something. Right. But, that, that and that is good in some situations. Yes, it is not good in some yes, situations. yes. And same with win. You right. know, same exactly. same with win. And then yield uh, is where somebody is ultimately gonna like. They're just gonna say, "I just 
you know, I want them to be happy. So I don't necessarily want to be happy, but I, I want to let somebody win. And then withdraw who says, I don't want to deal with any of this. I'm going to go hide, you know, and then uh, resolve is a person who says, let's get to the solution. Now, resolution is the answer for most conflicts. Now there are some times where, uh, when is the, is the answer if it's the, based on the severity of the issue and same with yield and withdrawal. But, you know, typically if there's a real difference of opinion, you want to get to resolution. So I, th- I think that you have to recognize your personality type as you go into there, into conflict and say, is this a chance? So since I'm somebody who wants to win, I've just have to realize 90% of the conflicts and difference of opinion just don't matter. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't engage. Like, I'm not saying I disengage, but I just say, okay, yeah. it's fine. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. And, I, and I think everybody, you know, who, who kind of wants that has to realize that at some point. Like, not every hill is worth dying on. Right, and as someone who would seek to try to, like, make sure everybody's okay, you know, that can be good in some situations. But ultimately, in many situations, it's not going to be the best solution for the goal. And so it's, it's say, hey, my tendency is to do this. But that's not what I need to do right now. And as someone who's a people person yeah, too, yeah. it's recognizing like this is personality. This is how I come to the table. Like as someone who wants genuinely wants everyone to be happy because you know love people, recognizing that we're probably going to make a decision that's going to some people aren't going to like. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone's not going to like, and I like that will eat away with at me mm-hmm. if I'm like. But if I don't remember, hey. But the goal is this. The goal is this. And I believe this is what's going to happen. Uh, you know, I think we're, we're ultimately, you know, with a winning, a winning personality. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. <laughs> with someone who wants to win. Someone who's compromised. Like, we have to always say, what's the goal? Mm-hmm. What, what is the win? Yeah, you're the win right. The is that mm-hmm. there's resol- the best case scenario. The, what, what moves us towards the goal that we believe uh, we're called to. And then let's. Factor in how we're wired. Let's factor in all these things and ultimately say, okay, but all those things have to be laid aside. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and that's that's where it comes back to in personality. And this is a, a completely different topic, but it comes back to identity. Like if my identity and my sense of self-worth comes from winning, comes from being right, mm-hmm. I will constantly be beating myself up uh, in situations because that's my identity can't from that. Our identity's in Christ and, you know, his approval of me doesn't matter. doesn't change. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It doesn't change uh, if I don't win a conflict. If I don't, right. I think that's where, man, we just, our identity is so wrapped up in getting our way. Yeah. Being right and being perceived. So, right. so I think where somebody would push back on this is saying, well, what if I am right? Like I'm yeah. right about whatever it is. And, and what I would say to you, and this is, I'm not always right. So first of all, like be (laughs) humble, but like, you know, because the way God has gifted me, I often do see things before others see things. You know, I just, that's part of being a leader. I say that humbly, God could literally shut me up. Like there's nothing great about me, but I'm able to just kind of see where we should go as a church, things for our family, how people can come together and do something awesome. Like I'm a leader, but nobody changes overnight. So like, if I, and this is true in my marriage, like if we sit and argue about something for two hours and I explain to my wife how I'm right, again, first of all, I'm not always right. But secondly, like she still might not agree the next day. Like right. the church still may not be ready for whatever it is. And so I think we have to realize that even if, you know, our spouse or, or our child or somebody we work with, like, even if we're in the right, we can't 
like just force them to get on board. Like I've got to realize this might be, even if I'm right, it might be six months before we get there or five years before we get there. And so how am I going to maintain the unity even as I try to get us there and have multiple conversations and love people um, through that conflict, through that difference of opinion. Yeah. And I think what you just said, how do you love people through it and trying to win isn't loving, you know, I mean, you know, but if you're, but working towards resolution is so uh, (laughs) levels of conflict. So I think when we talk about um, conflict, misunderstandings, differences of opinion, it's important to understand where the real conflict is. Mm, uh, and so mm. we actually uh, walked through a book as a staff uh, talking about different levels of conflict and really quickly those five. If you Google levels of conflict, you'll get conflicting articles <laughs> about how many levels of conflict. If you Google levels of conflict, you'll find an article that says the four levels of conflict. The next article will say the five levels of conflict, the seven levels of conflict. So we're going to go with the one five. It's middle ground. It's compromise, right? No, this is from from a book that we uh, did as a staff, went through as a team. Uh, And so there's intrapersonal conflict, which is, you know, within your Mm. own self. Mm -hmm. And I think this is where actually a lot, the root of a lot of conflict is in our heart. It may be projected. It may be. It may be poked and prodded by other people, but ultimately it's an intra. That's right. Uh, There's interpersonal, which is between individuals. This is like, hey, we've got a conflict. You and I, we don't see eye to eye. We disagree about this. Then there's intergroup, which is within a certain group of people. Intergroup, which is between two different groups. And then intra-organizational, which is within an organization. Which most people probably won't even deal with that, right? Exactly. Yeah, Unless yeah. you're like at a leadership level of an organization trying to manage like that. That's you know, that's kind of beyond yeah. where most of us will operate. Most of where we're going to operate is interpersonal, uh, interpersonal, and then really intra-group within a group that we're in. Yeah. So, uh, and, and recognizing the conflict. I think is key in how you deal with it, right? Which which kind of conflict you have? Absolutely, because you have to say, okay, what is what is the conflict here? Uh, and and I think most of the time, like if we go up, you know, down the list, intergroup, interpersonal, most of it can, I think, I'm not gonna say most, a lot can be resolved at the intrapersonal. That sounds like intrapersonal conflict on right. how much was, you uh, think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how much. That's a great answer. Yeah. You're correcting yourself. As you go, yeah. Actually, no, because you're, you're you're thinking through things. You're actively thinking through. Okay, there's this is the deal, but really, what I'm what I'm frustrated about isn't actually right. That's good. Opinion. That's so good. It's a, what I'm actually frustrated about is this, you know, fill in the blank. And I think just having that, and then there's going to be interpersonal conflict. That's inevitable. You're not, you're not going to agree with everyone on everything all the time. So uh, you have to identify what is the real issue. And I think where we err as people and really as a culture is we automatically jump to this interpersonal conflict where we disagree about something. We assign it to a character issue. And then we like vilify people. Uh, And you see this like, you see this online where like um, someone posts this very benign uh, uh, post on social media and then someone comments and they're like this, but this and this. And You're this. the spawn of Satan. <laughs> no, it's like, wow, that escalated quickly. <laughs> and it's because like we, we've lost, we said so this video, we've lost this art of like disagreeing well. Uh, and, and then I think Christians, um, I have seen this recently in conversations online uh, with friends uh, who have, you know, somebody posted something about an issue and then the other person was disagreeing with them, 
but they over-spiritualized it. And they were basically like, and it was coddled in language of, brother, this. Oh, man, this. come on now. I want to encourage you to be, I want to, I want, and it was like, uh, that you're, you're just, you're, what you're trying to do is like, this needs to, first of all, this should be face to face. Yeah, I know for everyone, but they were wrapping up their opinion with some spiritual language and, and they just, and then what that did is then created an intergroup conflict uh-huh. because then people started mm-hmm. taking sides on this post. Yeah. And, and it really is just like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and so one, you got to not do that. Uh, yeah, dude, dude, seriously. <laughs> but also, like, so don't just learn, like, okay, so how do we disagree with things? So first of all, um, most of this should not be handled in a public forum. No, right? no, no, <laughs> you know, nope. it should be handled face to face or at, or through a phone conversation at the very least where you can hear tone of voice. You know, face to face is better. Well, you posted it publicly, yeah. so I'm going to argue with you publicly. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, that's totally. Anyway, never mind. Sorry. Who wins that? Uh, yeah, seriously. You know, ultimately, the only people who win that are the people watching who want to critique you anyway. You know, yeah. Like, ha, got my proof. These Christians are loony. They can't even. You know, they can't even agree. On seriously, this. we're not even. Yeah. yeah, come on now. It's ridiculous. So we've got to be at this point. That's why I just comment. Have you read the Bible on all arguments on <laughs> yeah, Facebook? That's, right. that's yeah. really helpful. Yeah, it's very helpful. Yeah. Like, and that's another point. I think <laughs> have the, they're arguing and they're both appealing to scripture. And I'm like, okay, if you can meet face to face and talk this through, you may not agree, but at least you could like see each other and like, you wouldn't say that face to face. And next week, plug, we'll talk about when people have different opinion of scripture yes, and beliefs. So yeah. Tune into that. So, yeah. And going back to these levels of conflict, we got interpersonal, intrapersonal, interpersonal, and intergroup. So, how do you deal with this? You know, you've how do you do pastorally? How do you navigate this with people, through people, with people either disagree with you or you're seeing the disagreement happening? How do you help? <laughs> well, in, in, in interpersonal, that's me, right? That's intrapersonal. Sorry, I need to get better at conflict, uh, clearly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I just have to recognize, you know, where I'm coming from and and, and um, deal with stuff on my own and, and try my best to like, you know, that first draft thing to just be slow to speak. And then I think in dealing with individuals, like, you know... <sighs> So like somebody, this has happened often, said, I, you know, didn't like you said this, whatever it may be. And, you know, I, I'll just say I, I, I apologize if I could have communicated that better or if I didn't say that well. It's like I don't necessarily see what you're saying, but I'll continue to think on that, you yeah. know, I, and, and I mean it like yeah. because I'm not the type of person – and I don't think anybody should be who, if somebody criticizes me one time for something I did and it's not a black and white sin issue, like I'm just going to change who I am, but I will think on that. Like, you know, and we've had people, I'll, I'll, I'll take that into consideration. You know, I mean, somebody told me, you know, that they, they think I should do the welcome every Sunday, you know, I, I disagree with you. Many people disagree with you on that, but I, I'll take that into consideration, you know, um, so I, 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 and I mean that, you know, again, it had, I, it, I, like I could always communicate something better. I could always right. re- recognize the audience. So I, I think to say, Hey, I hear you and I will take that consideration here. He, do you want to hear my motivation? Cause sometimes they don't. And, and, and honestly, if they don't, okay, whatever, like they don't care, you know, so they're just critical. 
And, and, and honestly, you know, I, I, I do give different weight to people who are critical of me for different things. I mean, just being real, if there's some, if you came to me with criticism, like, I mean, you're with me in life and ministry, like you care about this church, you care that I do well, like I want to give a lot of weight to that. You know, uh, my wife, my children, even though their perspective is flawed, like I'm their dad, like, I, you know, wise men and women in our church, some people like. On Facebook, if, if your only interaction with someone, yeah, is, yeah, like them critiquing you, yeah, yeah, multiple times, and there's no interaction that that doesn't carry as much weight, and it's no. not. And I can learn from them, yeah, but maybe yeah, they're right about something, but yeah. it's also like there's there is relational, there's relational equity. Yeah, that, absolutely. Yeah, and then I think in, in intragroup, I mean, I think you know, giving everybody the opportunity to be heard is yeah. the best part. And like in our meeting the other day, I said, look, you know, Hey, and we're going to leave here as a team, but we need to hash this out. Like yeah. we need to say what we think right now, you know, like, and, and that takes everyone in the, at the table and everyone in the room being mature and saying, even when we disagree, I'm not taking it personally. If yeah. You disagree with me. It's not an attack. You're not attacking me as a person. Yeah. You're not attacking my competency. Yeah. You know, what we're saying is, Hey, each one of us, has a different understanding of the situation, a different perspective. And we need all those voices. I believe we need all those voices to come to the best conclusion. Yeah. And I, I think when somebody goes from, you know, Hey, this is how I feel about how you handle this situation or handling this situation to like an accusation and a personal attack, like that's when you have to recognize like, okay, let's pause, mm -hmm. you know, let's break. And that happens in the home that happens in workplace that happens everywhere. Like, okay. That's off limits. You know, like, but, you know, if we were talking about music and doing whatever, and I was like, you know, I, I don't know what I even say to you. So I don't always say it, but like something about you, it's like, Oh, whoa, whoa, that's beyond this conversation. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so, you know, I, and intentionality with proximity is the best thing, you know, Say where intentionality with proximity, consistently being each yes. other's lives and being intentional about the conversations we have, I think is the best, best tool. And that's why we as a church and, you know, healthy churches are always emphasizing being part of a community. For us right. That's good. Groups. And not yeah. just being a part of life, but you're actually in your life group doing those things. Yeah. You need those people who you are around over time, who know you well, who can speak truth into you, who have proximity. They, they also have the relational equity. They have the time, the longevity in your life. You know, hey, they care about me and they want what's best for me. Yeah. So I need to, I need to listen to what they're saying. Yeah. And I mean, so in our church over the last three years, I mean, there's been a lot of change and, um, there's a lot of opinions on everything we've changed, you know, and, and we're a family. And so people express their opinions. I think listening to people, and, and look, if somebody has a, per, a preference about music, they're not necessarily wrong. Mm -hmm. Even if we're not going to do that, we're not saying you're wrong. Right. Your that's, preference that's is bad. wrong. Yeah, exactly. It's just, okay, I hear you. Here's why. And we'll take that in consideration. Absolutely. Uh, here's why we're not singing, bringing in the sheaves every Sunday. <laughs> 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 and and because most people don't know what that is. Yes, yeah, and and yeah. Anyway, and here's why we're doing what we're doing. Um, yeah, and we takes priority over me. Right. Yeah, and ultimately that that takes maturity to yeah. have that mindset of that's one of our values here at our church is we takes priority over me. And I will say to you know so many people's credit uh, who have been part of this church for a while. Uh, there's maturity there because um, they people will voice their opinion yeah. and, and will still continue to offer 
valid uh, feedback. Yeah. But they're not like mean. About, yeah. You know, you know, and you know, there, of course there's always some people who are, but that's every church everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's not just You're not watching this, but I'm thinking of a few of you right now. <laughs> and their names are no, uh, no, no, uh, no, <laughs> no, no. I was like, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, you know, it, it takes maturity. And so I, I mean, we're blessed to have people who are mature. Yeah, mature leaders absolutely. Saying, hey, this is, if, if I was in charge, if everything was the way I liked it, uh, it would be like this, but that's okay. And, you know, honestly, you know, even as a, a leader or pastor, everything isn't how I want it. Dude, and that's actually good. You you are hitting on something that's very important here for leaders. If leaders are watching this, whether that's in the workplace or in the home, you know, or, or you know, in, in the church. Community. Yeah, wherever it is. So if you don't model what we're talking about and literally everything you do is exactly what you want, then you're going to lose all credibility. Right. Yeah. So like if, if you are truly saying we takes priority over me and, and you're getting people, even though they have differences of opinion to be on the same page, you've got to every once in a while, not do what you want, dad. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to every once in a while, not do what you want, pastor. You got to every once in a while, not do what you want business owner, like because of those things. And if you are always doing what you want to do, yeah. <laughs> and your opinion, <laughs> then it's going to be hard to keep that cohesiveness. Yeah, you're not you're not listening to people, and yeah, you're just you're ultimately missing. You're ultimately you're missing out by having everything the way you want it all the time. You're missing out because it could be better. Now, I do wonder if we have a difference of opinion as to whether or not we should wrap this up. I think we're getting there. Okay. So, <laughs> I think we're very close. The last thing I think. Well, another thing to recognize. This is closing thought. Is if you are someone who everywhere you go you got issues with things. I think you need to evaluate. Yeah, that's good. What is the least common denominator in every situation? You. <laughs> and that's hard and that's blunt, but also it goes back to the intrapersonal. Yeah. You know, like if you've, if everywhere you go, not that you don't, you know, you, you see things that could be improved, that's different. But if everywhere you go, you're finding yourself in relational conflict and you just those people do this and this guess what the common denominator is that's right and we that's where we just say lord i need you to sift my if you have a problem with applebee's starbucks walmart (laughs) i mean come on yeah and it goes back all this goes back to you know the root of this colossians 3 we've mentioned this last week we bear with one another Mm -hmm. if you have a complaint against another forgive each other as the lord's forgiven you so you must also forgive and as followers of Jesus, we should be leading the way in this. That's right. The example for this. Mm. So we are wrapping up because we do not have conflict over whether or not we should. So we're <laughs> wrapping this up. Okay, thank you so much for joining us uh, this week. We hope you'll join us next week as we take this to the next level, uh, level up or level down, depending on how you're looking at it, as we talk about conflict over uh really disagreements of uh, Christian beliefs and how Woo! we Woo! handle disagreeing about doctrine and issues. So, Will there be an interpreter for the next one? That's the question. <laughs> we might. What kind of interpreter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. So thanks for joining us. We hope you will tune in next time. Thanks for listening to Boggy Talk. We are so glad you joined in the conversation. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss a beat.